feel like, I feel like, I feel like Mike, Jordan, give me the rock and I'm scoring Ay, Came from the bottom, that's foreign I swear that I'm up for the sun in the morning Yeah, they know that we ain't the same 402, we rap the game I told them this ain't the game Welcome back, everybody. Another beautiful Monday here in Chicago, uh, wrapping up a, a tough Sunday for Bears football, um, but always a pleasure to be joined in by Eric, and I believe we'll have Jose and John and potentially Rick on by the end of tonight's live stream and broadcast, but as I always like to kind of check in with everybody, Eric, as he's dressed up. Got to tell the listeners and the viewers who who we dress up as tonight. You dress as the occasion for sure. I am the death of the bear season. This that's that's how, this is my ensemble. You know, all in black. You know, painted all that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm that guy right now. <laughs> uh, I gotta respect it as as he said, the death of the bear schedule. The big news of the day. Roquan Smith, the middle linebacker, traded to the Baltimore Ravens for a second round, a fifth round, and then I believe a linebacker. Um, do you remember the name of the guy? I, I can't remember. AJ Haynes or something like that? Some, something like that sounds about right. Yeah. So, obviously, seeing uh, um, the Chicago faithfuls loved Roquan Smith heading out at the door, um, as we saw, you know, pe- or Robert Quinn be traded last week. It's Roquan this week, and the Bears' defense uh, looks worse and worse, and that's fresh off of giving up 49 points to Dallas. So um, I don't know. I think we'll lead off with with the Roquan news because it's the biggest news of the day, um, and then kind of jump in from there. What uh, what are your thoughts on, on the big Roquan trade today? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I'm not a fan of it. I, I, I didn't like it. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those guys. And I, I look, I, I get everybody's argument, right? The people that I, excuse me, the people that I talked to today or some of the people that I, that I was conversating with. Um, it's, it's the, the one thing in the last couple of weeks that I, that I was talking about, especially on our podcast, JC Sports Podcast, and maybe a little bit on here too as well, was the fact that, you know, you, you need pillars, you need pillars on this team, and I get it. New regime, you know they want they want to bring in their own players. I get the whole nine. I get the whole spill. Like I I get it all, you know. But simple the fact is, this team lacks talent on both sides of the ball. The Robert Quinn situation is a, a, a whole entire different uh, different situation than the Roquan Smith one, simply because I mean Robert Quinn is already um, in his thirties. Uh, he's at the tail end of his career. Uh, you're sending them to compete in a super with a Super Bowl contending team, potential Super Bowl contending team, um, <laughs> and and but the Roquan Smith situation, we get it. It started off, it was a tumultuous start. You know, he wanted his money. He didn't get his money. He went to camp. He held in. He was still around the team. He didn't join. He started to play again. He came back to play. He started. He had some great games. He had some not so good games. And then they traded him away, but this is different because it's a dude who's entering his prime at 25. He's already been with the Bears for the past five years. Um, he's 
you you can say whatever whatever you want to say about it. You you lack talent, and then you let the the biggest talent on your other side of the ball, not on the defense side of the ball. Like you you just let him just you just trade him away simply because of rebuilding a, a a team that needs the talent, that needs the team, that needs all this, that needs all that. But it's kind of like you need to replace a all pro linebacker with either you hit a home run on free agency or your first four draft picks, your one number one, your two number twos, your number three. Like you need to hit a home run with those in order to fill in what Roquan Smith could have done in, in one player. And that, that's what kind of bothers me a little bit is the fact that you're, you're, you're giving up a person who's been there, done that, and you, who you can help build a little bit or you can help build around or give talent to to elevate this defensive side and you just end up training him away for a sec, which is, I mean, it's a good, it's a good haul back. You know, you get a second and a fourth round pick this year, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like, did you really need to, you know what I mean? Like, was, was it really necessary? That, that's yeah. all I, I mean, that's, that, that's just me. Like I, I'm, I, it, it bothered me a little bit. I ain't going to lie. That, this is why I never take naps and I'll never take a nap again. <laughs> Because he literally took a damn, a fat ass nap, and I woke up. I didn't even read the text messages. I didn't even read like my phone. I got up. I got ready. I left to my mom's, and it was on my way to my mom's where I tuned into one of those sports radio stations here, and they said that Roquan Smith went to the Ravens. I'm like, what in the actual, what? what? So, yeah, yep, yeah. I'm disappointed. Yep. I'm very disappointed. I I, I understand you. I. Uh... I, I sympathize with you. I think John will as well, aka Batman, live from Gotham City. We welcome in uh, uh, Batman to the show. Thank you for joining us, John. We uh, the the obvious news that we're talking about the the big trade that occurred today. What uh, what are your big thoughts on on uh, on what's happened with Roquan going to Baltimore? First of all, I want to say on vengeance. <laughs> Robin running the streets right now, so I could jump on his live. Unreal. Uh, I'll give you that one. It's about time you do something good. That's that's a good one right there. Nice one, nice one, Johnny Boy. <clears throat> Johnny Parley or Vengeance. Whatever. Johnny Parley was back this weekend, baby. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Johnny Cash this weekend, baby. Um. First of all, happy Halloween, fellas. Happy As, uh, Halloween. I see my, my boy started early on the Dia de los Muertos. M- M- Miguelito's in the cut. I know this is uh this is death, death of the bears season right yeah, here. Is, Absolutely. Absolutely. But you know what? Um I gotta be the only one not sad because I embracing the rebuild. Listen, as someone who specializes in crime, <laughs> it it would be a crime for the Bears to have let Roquan stay. And let him walk in free agency. We at least get two picks in next year's draft. We now we now have what two second rounders, two fourth rounders, and two fifth rounders. Plus, we still got our first. Come on now, come on. Listen, bro. Listen, when when I got the news, I literally had just pushed some guy off a building 
And I was on my way down so I could tell him to talk. Whether he was alive or not, I was I was gonna get some information out of him. And then uh and then I got I got the uh I got the alert on my on my my Batman watch. You know, that's exclusive exclusive bat watch. Shout out to Alfred. But um <laughs> I mean I'm not mad about this. Like at least we get something back. Like, you know, I, I, I said last last week. You know, okay, we trade um, Quinn, and the money that we save on Quinn, we can give to R- Roquan, right? But this just shows, man, Poles, Poles is that guy. He's he, he's he's coming in just like fucking uh, Commissioner G- Gordon, like running like this is my city. We gonna run it how I want it, and he he's showing that he got. I'm telling you, Montgomery's next. You you, you seen? You know, I mean, the fumble probably hurt Montgomery last game, but Herbert was the RB one last week. Fields was RB2. Fields has been RB2, RB1 every week the last three weeks. You know? Uh, and then, you know, I know we're going to talk about it later, how Fields' performance was. But once again, look at all that Fields did and still threw for under 200 yards. <laughs> it's uh, – <laughs> it, it, you're, you're spot on. We will we will get in uh, right into the breakdown of, of uh, yesterday's game to quickly real recap what Roquan has done this season for the Bears <laughs> – Two and a half sacks, 52 solo tackles, um, and two interceptions for this Bears defense. Um, five years, like Eric said, five years that were great um, as he came in in his rookie year. I mean, that defense in the year after was was pretty damn special. Um, personally, loved the guy. Kind of hated to see how it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but you understand, like like John did say, Poles is, is making his mark known that he's going to have a ton of cap space to be able to play with and a ton of draft picks to play with. I mean, I think they've now have eight draft picks secured, maybe nine for this upcoming draft uh, one in the first round. And I believe multiple in the second and third. So these are, these are the things you want to see uh, polls in, in terms of embracing the rebuild, like John said as well. Embrace the rebuild it. is upon us. Um, we are here. And as we are here, let's add Jose to the stream. Jose, welcome in. We're just wrapping up um, on the Roquan news. If you want to uh, give your quick uh, two cents on what on what what you think transpired, but uh, what's the breakdown from you? Oh man, shocking! Because Roquan was one of those players where it was like you're iffy with, right? I'm sorry, I, I, I was supposed to wear my my Darth, my Darth Vader mask. I, I messed that up, didn't I? Damn. Plus that, and you missed the best get, intro is like in out of all the podcasts with with Johnny uh, Parley over here, or I'm sorry, with with Vengeance. Vengeance. Matter of fact, I'm gonna sign off and tell myself a Vengeance. No, it, it's, it's okay. okay. <laughs> he he doesn't deserve it, bro. He came on late. He doesn't deserve the entrance one Look, more time. First off, first Jose, off, you had one job. Jose, one I didn't job, get homie. the memo either. I didn't get the memo. No, no, one I, job. The thing is, I, I I knew what the memo was because it was uh, my sister, aka Eric's girlfriend, who. Who um Eric's BM? Who 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 uh gave us the idea, right? But hey, put some respect on her name. Don't call put her some respect Laura. on her name, boy. It's Laura, my, my sister Laura. But it's Laura. You well, gonna call her you. Laura? Say thank it right. you. Get your Americanized ass. I don't First have time. a Mexican ass okay. name, Jose Contreras. Going back, like, Laura. going back, <laughs> Laura Contreras. Like what the, the fuck? Hey, hey, the Laura, Browns. Laura Contreras, hey, the Browns Damn. just scored, and that's fine because I need the Browns to win. So that means Johnny, run me my money for the run your pool. Your boy staying in first place if the Browns win. Bro, I run told me you. my money, Tony. I run me you. my money, I Tony. That should you. be my name. I told you if you haven't paid, you ain't getting shit. Well, that's too bad. 
Uh, yeah, but, but, make, make, how about this? The pot next how about week. how about how about double this? The pot next week. Keep double keep double me winning. Keep keep my. No, wait, hold on. Keep my my part for next week and uh, buy yourself something nice. Okay. All right. Anyways, bro, I win enough parlays and work enough to buy myself something. Nice. <laughs> Relax, bro. Okay. There you go. We're not that guy. All right, all right. Let's go Fucking Sorry, I'll go. I'll go after I get my synopsis right. I'll go get my my mask. Okay. You you talking to Bruce Wayne here? Come on now. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it was it was kind of shocking because he was one of those players where you could you could make a decision whether it's a trade or b you could um, build that defense around him. Right. I I agreed with Eric that he he does enough where you want to keep him, but at the same time his value right now is as high as it's been because of you know what he's been able to do up until this year, and then after last week's game, you're like okay. He has a lot. His value is high. His stock is high right now. This week's game, you know, he had a rough game. The Cowboys, but that's, that's the Cowboys. The Cowboys' running attack is just as good as anybody's in this league. And defensively, you know, we know what the Cowboys are in the Bears. And it wasn't just Roquan Smith who was struggling. That entire Bears defense was struggling. So I, I wouldn't put too much blame on Roquan in this past game. But I'll tell you what. I like it. I like it. Why? Because now we have nine draft picks going into next year. One first round, two two second round. I think it was like a what is it two three? Is it two third rounds or is it one it's third? A first round, two, two seconds, a third, two fourths, two yes. fifths, no six, and one seven. Again, right. Again, so, if you were on time, you would have heard this already. Exactly. Right. Okay. I, I, got I, it. Actually, got actually, it. I'm, I'm just giving my synopsis here. Okay. And that and I like that. I like it. Now Ryan Poles has to put his money where his mouth is, show us why he got the position that he has, and draft some good players. Whether it's offense or defense, I prefer offense, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does get – or I wouldn't be shocked or mad if he gets some defensive players because after trading away Roquan and uh, Robert Quinn, Quinn, we got we got weaker defensively, boys. Let's be honest. We're going we're gonna to be giving up We're gonna be giving up a lot of points the rest that's, of the season. That's what my, my sign says right here. I don't know if you guys can read it, but my, my, I my, was, my uh, sign right here says embrace right the stuckage on defense. That's, just that's got literally here. My, my poster for today. You can't see yeah. it, can you? Listen, I can't even counter his point because he left. But the thing is, is I would I don't mind the Bears giving up a lot of points because we're gonna lose regardless. I mean, and and that's the thing, we're gonna right? We're lose regardless like, the rest of the year. So who gives a fuck? It's 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 just well. But the thing is, with with Roquan there, like you kind of have a shot to to stop or slow one guy, down the one the, guy the medium tier offense. Look, the look we we all said it here last week, right? The Cowboys <sighs> are probably going to be. I mean, if you're gonna if if you're gonna dress up, at least go through the whole ensemble, bro. Of like it. wear a black something, a black. <laughs> Anyways, it 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 just it look, with with Roquan there, the defense is a lot more better, just a tad bit better. And against like the medium tier teams there, or the like right there, like barely cracking top ten, but like in the middle, like ten to twenty, like you have a shot in beating them. And we have plenty of those this week coming up or this season coming up. The Packers, uh. The Packers, the Jets, the Lions, the you know the Vikings are probably right there, tier in between, where you can have a shot in winning. You said L L L L. Right, but at the same, but but with the offense that's been playing, at least what we've seen and which what we wanted, which is consistency from the offensive side, and we've seen it for back to back weeks. Can we get it for a third straight week next week? It's it was just it's it's a prime recipe to at least to compete somewhere somehow. Now it's just now it's just everything is just thrown like that's my costume. I am like the death of the bear season, and it's just. It's one of those. It's one of those situations. So, like, okay, you know what Jose said, and I agree wholeheartedly, one hundred percent. The pressure for next year is on Ryan Poles. 
the pressure for next year, if whether if he spends his draft his draft capital on offense or defense or both, or he or he spends his money on offense and or defense. But can we just say this is really exciting? Like I don't remember the last NFL team to have this much cash space and this many drafts going into the next year. Like yeah, like th- that's this right. is. I mean, this is like you know because you see it. I mean, you don't see it often in the NFL, but you see it in baseball. Like. You know, you see owners like the Mets just got a new owner and they open the checkbook. Like, we got the opportunity to do that. Now, I mean, my, mind you, we don't have a lot of elite free agents coming out this class, you know. Yeah. But again, in other sports, you've seen it like the Bears, you know, uh, I'm sorry, the Bulls have done it when they got um, a couple years ago. They got a new owner. They went and signed DeRozan, uh, Caruso. You know, they got uh, they got Pat Williams in the draft. You know, you, you've seen the Sox, you know, lock up their guys. You've seen the Cubs do it. They locked up their young core when they got to roll this Chapman, spend some money on, you know, you can uh, – John Lackey, John Lester, Hayward. Uh, you know, it goes on. So it's like it's exciting for the Bears to finally have this chance to do that. You know, for the longest we've been told, like, oh, we're not rebuilding, we're retooling, knowing damn well we don't compete with the top teams. We don't even compete with the top 10 teams in the Woo, NFL in general. But for the NFC, we definitely are top five. Uh, for, for like two years, you could say our defense was elite and we competed in the top five. Top three, arguably, if you want to go there with the healthy Khalil Mack when he first came over. But this is like the first time, like, okay, we're in a full rebuild. Next year, yes, we're probably still not going to make the playoffs, but we're going to be way better than this year. Fields is getting better every single game this year, getting that experience. So we can invest in the O line next year. We're you know, only going to the right be, guys. We're only going to be better if we position. find the right guys, though. That's good. Right. And right now, and That's right now looking at the free agent class that I'm seeing right now, right? Well, Eric, Eric, before you go into that, I want to touch touch back on Rokon real quick. Because, you know, he he did he did have his dispute with the Bears coming into training camp over the summer. Do you guys think there's a chance he only agreed to come back because he sat down with Poles and Poles agreed that he would trade him before the trade deadline happened? I, I think that is a, a theory. Um you know, as you saw the emotion of, of Rokon last week when he saw Quinn getting traded and kind of just seeing how he's overall came into this year, you, you can tell yeah. he loves this city. He loved playing as a bear. He's loved being a bear. Uh, I think he really on the <laughs> – I love the love the mug. Um, you know, I think he really did want to be a bear for at least the foreseeable future, if not his entirety of his career. Uh, but unfortunately, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a business and it's a, what can you do for me now business? And absolutely and always is as, every sport. And as what we've seen is, is you need to capitalize on the, on the fact that he is 25 years old and, and you've got a, a second and a fifth rounder plus a linebacker for him. You need to capitalize on that value. They are. Um, and hopefully we'll see that kind of propel them into the future with, like we we're saying, potentially some offensive weapons, maybe another wide receiver too. Maybe some O linemen, absolutely, um, and then we'll we'll share up the defense around that. But let's get into the game, the breakdown. The Dallas Cowboys coming in five and two versus this Bears team. Cowboys without Zeke, um, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott um, didn't matter because it was the Tony Pollard show. Uh, not going to brag. I have them in both leagues. One league had them benched. The other, the yeah. other had them had them starting. So yep. it's kind of a, a win 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 loss situation for me. But uh, Tony Pollard was able to rip rip off of uh, I think believe three touchdowns in in route for a forty nine to twenty nine Dallas win. Starting off the uh, 
first quarter scoring 14 points unanswered for Dallas before Chicago would kind of wake up in that second quarter. Uh, but I believe Dallas would take a 28 to seven lead before the Bears were really kind of able that was to ugly. turn it think, around. <laughs> that was uglier than a final score that 28 to seven lead. It was, it, it was bad. quite the punch in the gut. And, uh, um, I mean, it, you just weren't seeing pressure. I think Dak was sacked one time throughout the game. And then you just saw him ripping up Kendall Vildor. I mean, every single target, it, they were changing up which receiver was in his coverage and they were just targeting the hell out of him. And, and it was successful. I mean, CD lamb was able to rip off an early touchdown. Uh, Pollard for um, had a running touchdown. And then Dak Prescott also with his running seven yard running touchdown as well. So um, I don't know. You just you didn't see the fire from the Spurs defense, at least what we've seen throughout the um, earlier weeks. And I don't know. What do you guys think? What uh, uh, specifically in that first half? I mean, it was nice to see them rally in the second quarter, but you just kind of knew huge gut punch with the D coming out really flat. Oh, yeah, they they came out super flat and credit to the Cowboys because they were just exposing the Bears defense left and right, man, whether it was a run pass they made zach prescott look like a like Peyton man out there man i don't know what was going on tony Pollard looked like emmett smith walter payton all the above um but i'll tell you what going back to what you which, which you said originally earlier about roquan when he uh when he when you, when you could tell he was emotional when robert quit left i think i think he knew the writing was on the wall for him as well you know what i mean you don't just give up a playmaker like that on defense without knowing you're going to rebuild the entire defense. And I think Roquan knew the writing on the wall. But going back to your question with, with how, how the Cowboys just – was it was it – every possession – like the first three – their first three possessions were touchdowns, were it not? I think so. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. I want to say Crazy. even their first five. I think I think their Wild. first five was, was all uh, touchdowns. But, get, but credit credit to the Bears, right? Credit to the Bears because they did they, – they, they were trying to make a comeback. At one point, it was like 30, 32, 33 to, to, to 20-something. And this they, they're, they're fighting. And that, and that's getting that, all that credit goes to Justin Fields. Guys, if there was any questions that we had, and, and I had, and I was one of the guys who had a lot of questions about Justin Fields, but if there was any questions at all about Justin Fields, I feel like they're getting answered in a positive way for him right now. Fields is the only positive we got going right now, and that's and that's great, and that's great though. If oh, you have a if, if you have a rebuilding team, yeah, if you have a rebuilding team, then the quarterback should be the most positive about it. It's great, I mean, it's great considering we most important position. Ago. We yes. still, we were we were questioning whether they're going to draft another quarterback. Yep, but that's, my that, issue. That's so Jose, are you done? So you my take on this game. <laughs> Bro, you 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 spoke more than anybody so far. What the hell is wrong with you? Eric talks the most. What you talking about, bro? I even yeah. said one damn word ever oh, since Jose hopped on. Fucking Miguelito over here been running the show. He talks the most. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. He be like, Senora, si senor. <laughs> Anyways, man. Oh, so you're the soft uh, Batman. Got it. I told you I'm vengeance. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, get back to the show. <laughs> Reel her in, boys. Reel her in. Bro, I'll, I'll pull up and I'll I'll beat your ass just like Ed, Edward Cullen did at the train station. <laughs> all those guys. Uh, Look, since he's not gonna talk about it, let me no. Just anyways, okay, okay. Right, I up. told you guys this in the chat. Why you guys? You guys got curfew or something? Anyways, I told you this in the chat. The Bears made the Cowgirls look like a Super Bowl contender. 
and that shit. Dak Prescott is not an elite quarterback. They didn't even have their running back one, and they had their backup go off on them. This this is that no no receiver for the Cowboys had over a hundred yards, but Dak threw to like twenty different receivers. This is terrible. I mean, I get it. We're in a rebuild, you know. But for us to put up that many points and still give up double our points, that's sad. That is sad as fuck. Like we finally have our quarterback doing good. But but respectfully, I, even if we had Robert Quinn still, we still wouldn't have won that game. We still wouldn't won. Like this is this is how bad the Bears are that the Cowboys are twenty piecing us. Cause don't get me wrong, the Cowboys sure they'll make the wild card, but the, they're not going to Super Bowl. We see this every year with the Cowboys. Their roster looks good, but when it comes down to it, they don't compete with the Bills, the Chiefs. They ain't competing with the Eagles this year. Hell, they ain't competing with the fucking Vikings. They're not, you know, but it's just like, this is what we get. How is it we go against the Commanders, only put up seven points, and then here we go up against the Cowboys and put up, we give up damn near 50 points. This is sad, man. This well, we, I, this... under, like like you just said, we, we know that the Cowboys, and we said it last week, the Cowboys are going to be the most athletic team that the Bears uh, we're gonna face throughout the whole entire year. And Not we said even. It last no, week. no, 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 no. I didn't we agree did. with that shit. Y'all have agreed. I mean, bro. you right, and bro, it was proven. And it was proven. It Miami, was proven Miami. on Sunday that the that the Cowboys were the most athletic team no, on no, the no. field last week. With, with the healthy all, all Zeke, I asked maybe? Was last week was the was the Bears. All I asked last week was the Bears to compete against the Cowboys and to make and to make it somewhat interesting. And they did. They make it. They made it as close as what four points, five points at once upon or during some time during about, the game. It was, about, it was the six points. Okay, but, so but you guys regardless even of the, the fact we, we knew this coming in last week that the Cowboys were going to be the toughest, the toughest opponents the Bears no. are going to face. Bro, uh, Miami, player wise, it doesn't matter what it doesn't matter what the Dolphins and the Bills and what blah blah. But it, that that doesn't matter at this point right now. It's like who do you face right now? And the Cowboys did look good. Don't get me wrong, well, Dak Prescott looked great. Cool, he looked he was looking good last week when he when his first game last week in the second half and he started looking great. It. it we we all knew this, John. It, it was but whether, we shouldn't have whether or not the Bears could have stopped most of the plays. Sure, With defensive errors here and there. We could talk about defensive, all the defensive errors. errors there. We could talk about errors. the fumble from David Montgomery and the Justin Fields and bring him down, calling. touching right there. We understand all of that situation, but we all knew that. Yes, being forty almost close fifty pieces is embarrassing. Fifty points. at this at the same time, it's just like you looked at him like, well, look, the Cowboys did something that you know it, it was hard to compete. The Bears scored 29 points. Normally in a regular NFL game, 29 points will get you the W anywhere else in the game. Last Except they scored 20 different. more. That, uh, the, this past yesterday was different. And it, you could just tell that the talent was way superior on the offensive line, on the defensive line, at the quarterback play, in the secondary, on the wide receivers, and the running backs. throughout, And even special teams. Hell, even the kicker and the, pun- the punter had a kick that was like 80-some-odd yards. Everywhere in that team lineup, the coaching, all of that, the Bears were outclassed by a team that what the Bears are hopefully going to be looking like in the next couple of but, years but with Eric, everything that they have amounted with these trades. But, Eric, the but, Cowboys are barely a top-10 team. And yet they're in the <laughs> NFC. They're second in their division, and yet they're going to be in the playoffs. It's they're a playoff second. team. That's it's a playoff what team that want. loses. We argue this every time. Do you want to be a playoff team that loses and never makes the Super Bowl, or would you rather miss the playoffs? We argue this every single week. 
this is exactly. the situation the we're Cowboys. looking at. The Cowboys are there. Okay, and They're you just said you want us to be quickly. like the Cowboys. Quickly, quickly. We're looking at this. Uh, yes, you can look at this as as Eric, as as he said, coming into the year was ten and ten and seven or whatever he said. Well, no, now looking at it, now knowing what the situation was, we knew we were coming to this game as a rebuild situation. You got to take the positives out of it. The fact is, Bears offense was able to get twenty nine points versus a very, very good Dallas D. That's a huge positive. I think the defense for Dallas has only allowed like one one or more touchdown like once in the season until obviously this Sunday, um, and the Bears were able to put up some points. Are they ready to go and compete in a shootout? Absolutely Never. not. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's not going to be the case that we're looking at. But the fact is you can look at the positives in this game, and as I believe someone hinted at earlier, yes, he didn't throw over 200 yards. That's not going to be the case with this team. I mean, you're looking at it and – and look at the receivers that are around around him, and how it's it's pretty tough for anyone besides Mooney to expect this guy to be able to throw for over 200 yards a game, um, because Pettis isn't going to be catching the ball for him, and you know Equiminius St. Brown is is going to give it all, but it's just unfortunately I don't you know it's not the talent that you need to surround this quarterback with to be successful. So the fact is they still scored 29 points versus a very good Dallas D. So I'm going to take that as a positive. And I'm looking at this from a rebuilding standpoint. And that's why I can accept the fact that the D gave up 49 points uh, because it's 49, 49, 42. It was 29, 49. Oh, okay. 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 He is right. Technically he's right. He is right. I like you holding me to the, to the scoreboard 49. Yes, but, John, we know that. But he said the defense got scored on 49 times. Just, I'm just saying. He's right. Just he's right. The defense. The, the Jack, defense Jack, don't. don't, don't, don't no, he, I, I, I understand it. I understand. It. I'm, I'm just trying to, uh, you know. It, but my point is, like I said, it's a rebuilding situation. I didn't expect much from this team. It's a hard stretch of football games coming up. I mean, yeah, we've talked about they go to Miami next. They have Buffalo on the schedule here in the near future. Done. These are games that. <laughs> You're probably not, you're not <laughs> expecting the Bears to be in. And, and the fact is, uh, if we can see them score 29 or 29-plus points, like we saw the week before with them scoring 33 or whatever it was, uh, these are the positives we're going to have to accept at this point in the year because we are a rebuilding football team that is not looking to make the playoffs, even though they're second in the division. Um, it's just kind of the reality. No, definitely. It, I mean, it – if last week was the the first building block or the first block to like, you know, trample down to start this whole entire rebuild, definitely for sure the Royal Crown Smith trade today is the second and the biggest stone to fall off on over, um, and it, it's just it's just gonna be a very it's gonna be a very long season now. Then these next eight games, nine games, whatever games are left, it's gonna it's gonna be pretty long. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be hard for for the Bears to be competitive on the defensive side of the ball. Maybe they may have a splash play here too. I mean, you still got the Falcons in there somewhere somehow. You still got, I mean, the Jets. Even though their record says they're good, they're starting to fall here and being the Jets back again. You know, and 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 you you know now now with the trade, I think they even said it on the TV broadcast yesterday that you know, the games that are coming up, the weakest game on the schedule is the Green Bay Packers. And, you know, now with the trade of Roquan Smith, it doesn't look like it's the easiest schedule. I wouldn't be 
I wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, from here on out, the Bears outside of the Atlanta Falcons game are just probably going to be the underdog in every single game outside of that one. Maybe um, maybe Detroit. They do have two versus Detroit yeah, still. Maybe Detroit. Uh, one of the Detroit games. I don't know, man. Detroit might, Detroit might put them more I think, points than I this. Think they split. I think they split it with Detroit, to be completely honest. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. I could definitely see that. We usually do regardless. <laughs> but I could see but, that. Eric, you're spot on, and we haven't even talked about it. They're going to play, you know, the seven and zero Eagles. So it's even then, yeah, we're done. After, after the Bills, I think they play the Eagles too, or we're something done. like that. They're like consecutive. The, it's like the, the Bills, Eagles, Packers in that order, or Packers, Bills, Eagles, or whatever the whatever the case may be. They play those three teams back to back to back, and I think they're all home games, if I'm not mistaken, too. Oof. Bills at home, Eagles at home, Falcons away. Um, Packers oh, at home, so yeah, most majority of the schedule and uh, Dolphins at home. I we're will say, lose, yeah, Miami's at home this weekend. That's yeah, a Miami's hammer. This weekend. Well, we're hammer, gonna get we're gonna get fifty piece again. Listen, minus look, four and a half opening. Look, line look, look, there. look. We just watched the game last night between um the Bills and Packers together. You know, we were at, at Jose's and we were talking about it. Like, bro, the spread was the spread open at minus nine for the Bills and went to minus ten and a half. If that is what the spread is for Bills versus Aaron Rodgers, what the fuck is the spread going to be for Bills versus Packers? You mean Bears? I'm sorry. Yeah, Bills versus Bears. Sorry. You're easily looking at I, – I, 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 I could see it this weekend. Fucking minus 14. We're going to start looking at – the spread's going to look like college numbers, whoever faces the Bears. Yeah, defense, defense for sure is going to take a hit. But – um, but my thing is, look, we, we got 50 piece, but we got 50 points put on us. 42, you want you know, get technical Eric with Roquan on this team. I think that's where, like, it was the last shot for the Bears. Like, you know what? Yeah, we, we can't afford to trade you. We just gave up 40, 40 plus points with you on the team. I think one bad game doesn't doesn't give him the clarity of what he has done within the last seven games of the season, but, too, as well, where he has shown out like that. Like if if the value if the trade value was played out like that in every single sports, then it's just what? What is that? Five and a half? Four, five, minus five? Square? Minus oh, five? Hell, bro! I, I put a stack on that. <laughs> minus five? I think that says oh, more. That five. says that says that says more about the Dolphins than it does the Bears. I think the defensively bro, they've been it. they've been struggling a little bit, and Justin Fields has been getting better. So I, I, as long as we see progression with Justin in that offense, that's really all that matters at this point. Yeah, at this point, at this point, from here on out, from the rest of the season, it's wh- what can Justin Fields do? How can he improve? Can he fix this? Can he fix that? With what we've all been saying, or with you, well, I mean, technically, we all been saying with lesser talent, you yeah. know. So if if he's doing this with lesser talent, just imagine when we get him more talent and how explosive this guy can be. It's 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 um yeah, it's 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 going to be tough, guys. It's going to be tough. For sure, and now we just, you know, we just want to know what the at Bears are going to do. At least we say the Bears going to win eleven games. <laughs> yeah, well, Quickly. that's after that's after you trade Roquan. That's after you trade, nah. you know, Rob, Robert Quinn, all nah, that stuff. You, like you, don't, you just, even with those two guys, ain't no eleven wins here, brother. Just that shit dead. It is. That's why death of the Bears football season right now. Just so, want to quickly shout out. Thank you, Mario, for tuning in. Mario, Sam. L Carbs, Paulina, we appreciate the comments. We appreciate you guys interacting with us. The live stream um, URL is at the bottom. So if any of you guys feel like you want to hop in and talk some Bears football, we will be talking some more Bears breakdown. 
definitely go check out the socials at star six media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. We're on it all. Check out our podcasts on Spotify, Apple music, anywhere you catch your podcast, check out all the boys socials. We have that linked to the pages. We appreciate you guys always tuning in, but let's get back to bears breakdown. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. No, man. Shout, shout out to Duff and Duff made some really good facts. You know, our, you know, earlier he mentioned, I know we, we, we showed it, but we didn't talk about it, but again, and we say this, we've said this, you know, every week, every year, damn near, we do need to invest in the O-line and, you know, with all these moves, like, you, like Eric to touch upon it, Jack to touch upon it, like holes, all eyes are on him next, next draft, next draft, next free agency, all eyes are on him. You have to address the O-line. You had to fix the defense because you just gave up their two of their biggest stars. I mean, I'm sure at this point, Eddie's the only one that's probably safe. <laughs> Defense. I mean, for now, I mean, remember he. This is his last year on his contract, so they are gonna have to renegotiate with that. And um, I mean, that's so, so and, and, so, like, and so I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if they do trade him for more picks. I mean, again, so, you have so someone should, whose should value we, is high, right? Last should year, we trade him. If you were posed, would you trade him right now? I mean, yeah, I think I would. I think I would because remember, look, look. I mean, look, look at the last year, the two years. It, it, you know, he's been, he hasn't been, he hasn't been the same since the year. What was it twenty eighteen? He's he's hot right now though. He's, he's exactly he's hot. He's hot. Exactly. So you, so if he has so if next season he, you know, he, he get he does he, let's say next season he's not hot. Then what? Then you basically gave him more money for what? He his value is high just as much as Roquan was. Trade him. I mean, he's he's getting older in age. You you could find someone else. Imagine what you can get back. If you're if Jack. you're in a full rebuild, then I mean, why why keep Eddie Jackson? What about you, Jack? What you say? I I kind of like the thought of getting rid of him, and especially because I think what he's second in the league with interceptions right now, a year, two we years can't... removed from, from not having uh, an interception in the last two years. He's been more healthy than we've seen in the last few years, and a little bit more um, excitement, I guess, to his game. I think. As Jose kind of touched on, and as we've been seeing in the chats, embrace the rebuild and capitalize on the the value. And and that being said, I think unfortunately that would be the end of of Eddie Jackson's time in Chicago, and I could embrace that and, and get behind that train. Hey, we can at least get a second for him. But we got a second for Roquan. I think it it would be something like maybe a second and a seventh if we wanted to look at two picks. If if not, maybe. Maybe a fifth. Um, maybe a I, I don't know. I don't think you could see. I, I don't know if he's got the same value as someone like Roquan. Um, it depends on, I mean, on what team needs, what you think needs he safety ate? help. I think the most, if instead of, I mean, yeah, if it's multiple picks, or probably like a second and a third, you know, with a, probably like a back end, you know, draft pick if you want a multiple one. I would shoot there. Eddie Jackson could probably fit perfectly with a first round pick. If it's like a Kansas City or a Buffalo Bills or a you know what's another team that's competing, maybe even another you know Philadelphia Eagles, but I don't think that's going to happen. But uh, teams like that that have a value that's going to have a very very high first round pick, and if you trade Eddie Jackson for one pick and that one pick is a first round, I think that's a win too. Absolutely, um, if, hell if yeah. It's, if it's <laughs> if it's just a if it's just if you want multiple picks, then I think it, I think Eddie's value would probably be like a again same thing a high second so i mean if you you've, i mean a second round pick depending where you train to what team you know if it's they're competing or not 
to even a uh, you know probably like I said a six. They don't have a six round pick. They don't. They I, Ryan Pace gave that up um, for the trade for Khalil Mack last year, two years ago. Whenever uh, I mean not Khalil Mack for um, I forgot who he gave that pick up to, but it was Ryan Pace that gave up that pick. Oh, he gave up that pick to get um, the punter from last year that to the Dolphins. That's that's the pick that he gave up to. So. Regardless of the fact, if at this point I'm like, you know what, hell, whatever, whatever the case may be, trade whoever you want to trade. At this point, it's 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 a done deal. It's over. So, but uh, Eric, would you did you reach that point after the Roquan trade or after the Quinn trade? No, I've, definitely after today. No, definitely after today. So after, after today's th- trade is just it, it was it was a done deal. So after today, you're embracing the rebuild now. Nah, yeah, might as well. Yeah, okay. There's nothing else to do. I mean, cheer <laughs> cheer for Justin Fields. Hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Hopefully he's healthy throughout the year. And in whatever games are competitive in and, and have the win, take the win. Eric. I, I, I was just it just it just it is what it is. Eric, I have a really important question for you, specifically just you. Jose and Jack, y'all can answer too, but you might not be able to answer. So from the time the World Cup starts and finishes, who's gonna have more wins? The Bears or Team Mexico? Uh, the Bears. <laughs> wow. Damn. That, 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 that just says a lot about Mexico. That, 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 that just says a lot about Mexico. Hey, we, we this. this is the worst Mexico team ever. But It really this is. The, this is the no, worst I Bears could, I could ever. wholeheartedly say that. I, I want to say that the Bears <laughs> will probably get two wins in November. My parlay, baby. I need the Higgins to score. Let's go. So it's just – it's it's yeah, no, 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 definitely. I, I Look, if – it just, the look, that's another podcast for another day. I don't I don't want to get into it right now. Let's just stick to what we're talking hey, about. Hey, the Bears. What's up, bro? Browns plus three. Yeah. Yeah. You finally, you finally won twenty dollars. Give me twenty. What up? Yeah. What up, Uncle Day Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know so much wins, man. I, you know what? It was. It is what he it is. He said eleven. It's being hopeful, day. man. It's called he being hopeful. 11. I I, I kind of saw it. It just it just never panned out that way. It's just, it is what it is. All right. Well, here's a, <laughs> I'm look. I think I think it's that much better though, Eric. I think that um, it's going to be a lot more enjoyable for us to watch the Bears, believe it or not, because we're not expecting nothing. Uh, no, all, 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 all we can do is just watch Fields progress. That's all we want to see. We just not from now on. When I watch this team, and when Fields does something nice, whether it's on his feet or, or when he throws a pass, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I love it. There's no expectation. We know what this team is, and that's what we're gonna, and we're just gonna have that mentality going forward. It's better that way because they give us false hope when they win, and when they beat good teams, they give us false hope, like the 49ers, But then they lose to teams like, um, I'm sorry, they lose to teams like um, the Commanders, Washington. The Commanders, yeah, like Washington. You're like, what the hell's going on here? So it's it's better this way. Trust me. Protect your heart. No, it definitely is, but you know. Always I, 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 I would say I, I would say this though, and and I, I really do feel like the Nikhil Harry you know trade might help Justin Fields in the aspect on having another big body down in the red zone because you could kind of see that that's who they were kind of looking for you know Nikhil Harry and obviously the touchdowns of Cole Komet. I really do feel like Nikhil will probably have a good um, a good run in this offense and probably help out Justin Fields in the passing game just a little bit. This man, Duffman, said trade Kamek. Did y'all see that yet? No, I think Kamek gets oh. released first off. <laughs> Ain't uh, no one gonna want him. <laughs> no one, no one's gonna want to trade for Cole Kamek. No, nobody's it's, gonna trade. But I think Kamek. Well, I mean, Kamek has done a lot more, a lot more than what you guys. I, you guys are just looking in the passing game and touchdown games and stuff like tight that. End. He, does, he does a lot in in the offensive line and helping a lot in the running game too as well. 
that that uh that that holding call on him that was probably like the softest holding call that you'll probably ever see. Right, but but you can but you can get a. I'm sorry to cut you off, but you can get a tight end that can do both. Let's be oh honest. yeah, you definitely can if you can find one. If, I mean, those are hard to find. Bro, at this what point, I would take I would take Jimmy Graham back. Bro, for real, honestly, honestly, honestly. All right, now, now you guys. At, are just no, nope. at least he was a red uh, zone target. He was. I don't know. Literally. It's it 14 receptions, 159 yards for a TD for Komet, averaging about 11.4 per reception. I don't know. It's it's a guy who's in his third year. It, it hasn't been what we've expected. He had two years under At Jimmy all. Graham, and it, it just it's someone who hasn't produced. So it, truthfully, I don't think there's any value um, on the market for someone like Cole Komet. Nope. You can hope that his season turns around like or like Jose said, we can now watch for a Cole Komet breakout game and be excited yeah, about that. We can exactly. now watch for, uh, you know, an ES, uh, ESQ. Uh, <coughs> yes. Jose, Jose, are you EQST, saying we should, we should EQST, bet the over receiving yards for Komet every week? No, I'm not saying that. I'm definitely not saying that. <laughs> I, would, I would bet the over for um, Justin Fields running rushing yards, though. But Absolutely. Absolutely. My boy got wheels. Yeah. Yep. Especially they say Montgomery. I'm telling you, I think Montgomery's gone. I know we got Mario Duffman in the comments saying that Montgomery should stay, but and I responded to him. But the Bears are the Bears never pay a running back. The Bears yeah. never pay a running back. Herbert's going off. We we see this trend. We see this trend. Matt, Matt Forte replaced his, his guy. We seen Jordan Howard got you know replaced his guy, then got replaced. It's coming up with Montgomery. They're not gonna re-sign him. Herbert's gonna replace him. We're gonna draft another running back. I mean, the Bears are good at drafting running backs, don't get me wrong. So why keep paying it? Especially when you see around the league, all these guys that get max contracts, they get traded, or they're never the same. Look at Zeke. Look at, I mean, McCaffrey's probably the only one, but what they do, they traded him. You know? Todd Gurley just retired. Le- Le'Veon Bell, he's fucking boxing on the weekends. <laughs> he's, not getting, he's not getting so, people out, though. He's yeah, but but he's in, he ain't a elite running back. <laughs> we just see I- the... The running backs you that know, get paid, they're never the same in the NFL, unfortunately. Let's no. uh let's let's look at the quick positives. The quick <laughs> positives. Justin Fields, 17 for 23, 151 Beast. yards, two touchdowns through the air. He was sacked four times on 25 pressures. Um, QBR rating of 72 and a half with a uh, um, rushing yard total of eight. Uh, eight carries for 60 yards with one touchdown on the on the uh with his legs and then Khalil Herbert leading the rushing uh, attempts with 16 and 99 yards for a touchdown 36 being the longest with Dave Montgomery having 15 carries 53 yards for a three and a half average 10 being his longest um to your point I mean I think we could feel confident with Khalil Herbert if he needed to pick up the main duties um, you did see them draft uh, who's who's seeing a lot of special team time Tristan Ebner uh, so maybe he could be someone who you could solidify as a backup if were to commit to one of those two guys um, I don't know I think overall the receiving department five yards 70 70 uh, five receptions 70 yards for Darnell Mooney two uh, Two receptions, 24 yards for Nikhil Harry with a touchdown. And then Cole Komet did have a touchdown in this game. Two uh, two catches for 11 yards. And then another, another few guys kind of sprinkled in there with some averages, average performances. 
And yes, like we said, it's not 200 yards from Justin, but it was a much more positive performance. You saw him kind of understanding and reading coverages a little bit better using his feet. He is going to be a dangerous runner when he is, he is able to get out of the pocket and, and scramble for extra yards on third down that he was able to kind of read his, his see what is downfield, wasn't able to find anyone open, was able to pick up the first down with his legs, and he was able to do that a few times. Uh, another positive note with this team, I think it's the third time since the 60s that they have rushed for over 200 yards in a ball game. Um, so that is, is something you can look off as a positive. As we talk about, it's a rebuild, and we're just looking for positives. Uh, I don't know. Yes, 49 to 29 performance, but 29 points, second most this team has scored this year, uh, minus last week. You would hope versus Miami, a little bit worse of a front seven uh, uh, that you could kind of capitalize and, and score a few more points. Obviously, we're not expecting much on the defensive front. Uh, but quickly kind of recap the, the offense positives and, and the fields positives before we kind of move on to our predictions for this upcoming week. So, I, I, I think you, we, we can only go up from here, right, from Justin Fields. I mean, this is probably the most efficient game that he ever threw in his, in his entire – well, in his two-year career with the Chicago Bears. I think he threw his – his QBR was like – what 120 or something like that some, some, somewhere that high um <laughs> um the, look i think we just need to see him break out i guess what 200 yards next throwing in the air how about two, 225 two, no, no look we when he threw 140 we asked for 160 he threw 160 then he you know Bro, he's throwing for one. we we 225 it, isn't a lot when you think it, I mean, about two, it. I mean Come with on. this team it's it's sort of kind of a lot let him crack 200 first before we even ask go above 200 I think I like, think these are just the baby steps that the bears need to take and and or not not the bears but Justin Fields needs to take to take no, him you, to you, the next level you and also, being not only just a running quarterback but a passing quarterback too as well look we said it before. We're saying it again. We're going to say it one more time right here. It's just – it's even well, he can't be protected. That's one. But he still finds ways. You see him scramble. Like the David Montgomery play, for example, the one that he fumbled the ball. Look what he did. He ran around. He tried to – he made a play. He found the play. He could do those type of plays. There, there's certain plays that, you know, the offensive line breaks down. Four sacks sounds like a lot, but with this Bears offensive line, that's actually pretty, 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 pretty low. Um it's 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 one of those like you just got to take baby steps at a time. Look, we finally got a touch. We finally got a game where he threw more touchdowns than interceptions. He had no yep. interceptions this game. Yep, yep. So it's it's like we we need to take like the next step. Okay, maybe next game he'll probably throw for two hundred some odd yards. Cool, but he'll probably have two touchdowns and maybe an interception since he's going to be throwing that much or whatever whatever the whatever the case may be. But right now you don't fix what's broken. If he doesn't throw for 200 yards, but the offense, the running game is over to, to another 200 yards, you do it. And if he throws for 200 yards, guess what, guys? It's a, it's a win-win situation. And at this point, this is all what we're looking for. Can we just can we just point out Jack with the locks over there real quick? Man, the hair's long right now. The hell hair's yeah. Long. I love it. That's, I, that, hey. that's, that, that's the hockey look. You got exactly. You got you got to keep it long at this point. We're in winter, bro. You cut that, you're gonna feel that that, that breeze on the back of your head. We'll we'll see. We'll see. we'll see. We might have to change it up. As long as the girlfriend doesn't make me cut it, but uh, I, I can't be too now. confident in that one. But we'll e. see. We'll see. <laughs> a, little, a little trim. A little trim then. That's it. 
Exactly. Exactly. Um, Jose, you want to go? Positives. <laughs> Positive. No, I mean Justin Fields is the, is the clear cut. QB one, baby. QB one. Um, I'm telling you guys, we were worried. I, 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 you know, I'll speak for myself. I was worried. I was worried because you know the way because because how he started off, how this offense started off. I at least wanted to see. This is what I wanted to see. We can lose. You know, our team can still look bad, but at least Justin Fields is showing what he is meant to be in this offense, what we all want him to be, what we've seen in Ohio State. This is exactly what I was looking for. Now, credit to the coaching staff, right? Luke Getty, Iberflus, um, whoever's idea was to start running these running plays for him. You know, you're treating him like if he's Lamar Jackson. This is this is his bread and butter. This is what he should be doing. Look how well it's working for the Ravens. You know, they don't have they don't their wide receivers aren't aren't world beaters. Their Ooh. running backs are are suspect because we Sus. we don't it's it's literally Lamar Jackson in offense. If we could have the same with the Bears, but but then at least sprinkle in some really good wide receivers, and we know we know running backs are, are a dime a dozen here. So it's like, you know what I mean? Just do it. I like it. I like to see it. That's obviously the clear, clearest cut, clearest day. I mean, number one positive, and and I want that to continue going forward. It it it's better than anything else that we have going on right now. No man, Jose, I agree with you. Um, I think we all we all agree. Fields performing better, you know, is the best positive we can look forward to every week. You know, and it shows. Um, you know. Eric, you know, I, I want over 200 yards. You want, you know, a little around ballpark 200. But, uh, I mean, if he's running for 100, I got no problem. Jose touched, up, touched on it. Like, we finally – I mean, we've been screaming this for years. We know our O-line is shit. I don't know if the Bears coach and, like, owners realize their offensive shit, but it's like cater to the quarterback, please. We have athletic quarterbacks. Mitch could run. Mitch, Mitch was – he could throw better on the run, you know? Here, I would say Fields is better than Mitch. You know, Mitch is my boy, whatever. Fields is my boy, too, but it's like you're finally catering to him. And the way the league is nowadays, you compare him to Lamar Jackson, and it's true. Like, you, you look at other quarterbacks, you know, that elite teams such as um, the Bills, the Chiefs, they have quarterbacks that can throw and run. At one point, R- Russell Wilson – when he went back-to-back Super Bowls, guess what? He was rushing for well over 50 yards, throwing for over 200 yards. Like, you need that. The only thing I would say that kind of worries me, but this is like, we obviously have to address it, but when you look at, you know, the past Super Bowls, it's always proven defense wins championships. Still, one step at a time, I'm not going to be negative to Nancy no more, you know. I have enough negativity to worry about in Gotham City. So... Fields is doing his thing. We're catering to him. Let's let's keep it going. Whether our defense is getting 50 piece or not, I Fields is improving. He's gaining confidence with a shitty ass offensive line, shitty ass receiving cores, a non-existent tight end, possibly another running back getting traded. He's doing his thing out there. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> let's uh let's look to the week upon us. A nice little travel from uh, from Miami sees the Dolphins coming to Soldier Field for a 12 p.m. kickoff Central Time on CBS. As we talked about it, ESPN's got Miami as a four and a half point favorite. Um, I, I have them on my sports book for five. I, I have already taken and locked in that bet. Um, well, I'm sorry, you took Miami minus five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, I'm about to do it right now. 
Yeah, exactly. Glad, glad, glad we're getting on that train early. Take advantage of the ridiculously um, low line at this point right now. But let's move into our predictions for for this Sunday game. Miami Bears, quick, easy. I'm going to say. I'm going to say. I guess Mogus. I'm going to say it's at least 35-14 is what I'm going to say. I'm going to say two touchdowns, one through the air and one on the ground. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> um. So, I, I now this was me prior before taking my nap, right? So, oh, my God. So, prior to taking my nap, I looked at the weather. It's going to rain. It's going to be in the 60s. That's typically not usual for Miami Dolphins football weather, right? right? Miami's used to having the nice shade in their stadium and having the cool con, you know, all this stuff. Now, you know, now they're just outdoors where everything is just going to be poured on them and it's going to be nasty. This was me prior taking uh, before the Roquan Smith trade, where I picked the Bears to win this game this actually the, this weekend, right? That was just that was just my prediction before the Roquan Smith trade. Now, I still wholesome believe that the Miami Dolphins are not going to be that offensive juggernaut with this weather because it's ain't seventy percent chance of rain, guys. You give me that weather, you you give me that rain with this with this weather here in Chicago, a little bit windy. Miami's not used to it. Miami's not going to be the same team that we see balling out week after week in Miami and all the other dome stadiums that they played in. All that being said, it's probably going to be like a, I don't know, 27-24 game. I think the Miami Dolphins barely squeaked by this week. You're going to make me check the weather before giving my answer. (laughs) All right. First of all, first of all, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, Well, I'll – I wasn't. I was just. I, the only reason why I wanted to go after Eric because I kind of. I kind of believe it or not, guys. I, I almost agree with Eric a little bit. I, look, Give me hope. Look, look, here, look, here's the thing. I could see the Bears winning this game only because they react to what is going on around them. Like this, this could be one of those upset. Every week there's an upset. We all know it. There's always there's always gonna be an upset. I feel like this could. <laughs> oh, we know. <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like this could be that game. I was just looking at the stats right now, right? These are the same stats I look at whenever I pick games, and I, I have you know it hasn't failed me yet. We and right now, Tony Parley, Eric. Look, Eric all it's boy. all it's all it's telling me right now, right? What it's telling me right now is that this game could be a lot closer than we think. It, even I think Vegas knows because the Bears are, are plus one eighty, like around there. It's which is which is a huge odds for a team that's supposed to be rebuilding. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, 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 this game might be a lot closer than we think. I think Vegas knows something we don't. I'm. I'm almost inclined to saying Bears win. Believe it or not, I feel it too. Like it's just, it's just one of those games where it's just kind of like nothing will go right for the Miami Dolphins. Yes, in this game, I believe it. Yeah, depending yep. if the you know, it all depends on weather. Now, look, we're, we're talking on Monday, and we know weather changes throughout the end of the week. If somehow, some way, it gets a little bit better, then my 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 mood and my mind will probably lean more to the Dolphins. But if we're sticking to the weather right now. And, you know, it's taking a while, even with this offensive juggernaut of the Miami Dolphins. You know, ever since Tua came back, it looks like they're slowly kind of building in. But again, remind you, they play in dome games most of the time. And then when they go out and about in the streets, going away and and weather inclement, they don't look nothing like the offensive juggernaut that's in Miami. Plus, their stadium, I think it's domed. 
So if there is any type of weather, they're closed. No, I think it rains. I think it's open. Regardless of the fact, it's Miami. It's Miami. I still believe that this is this is the game where the like the Bears can surprise people. <laughs> and I want I deep down in my heart, I want to say Bears. with the same score, I still want to say Bears 27-24. It's gonna be that type of game. What the fuck? John, and- go into him. John, go. John, go into him. <laughs> Bro, first of all, you need to update your weather app or your iPhone because it's not raining Sunday. It's a 40% chance of rain on Saturday. I still think the Bears win. Secondly. You're talking about they're they're not good in the streets, bro. They're from Miami. This whole team is from the streets. They live in the streets, boy. They're gonna pull up to our streets and fifty pieces. Literally, bro. So. Not fifty pieces. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but we're at least at least gonna cover the minus four and a half that I just booked on DraftKings. <laughs> they're covering the minus five for sure. No, bro. Listen, you want to keep losing money? That's cool. Because by the way, our best bets lost because of you. We haven't pointed that out, but we lost because of you. Oh yeah, that Norman scored in like the ninetieth minute. That's right. what I, I, don't care. I did not expect. I don't that care. One. A loss is a loss. All right, all right, we go. All right, but listen, bro. We're not. We're not gonna give hope. Okay, I'm gonna be Hawkeye right now with his Ronin suit. Don't give me hope. All right. Don't fuck with me right now. The Bears just trade away everybody. On Sunday, we probably won't have Roquan no more. I'm sorry. We probably won't have David Montgomery. We might even have Eddie Jackson no more. Don't give me hope that they're going to fucking upset Miami. Miami's been on the tear. A fucking Tua is just – he throws it and Tariq catches it wherever it is. Tariq might reach 2,000 yards this fucking season. He damn near might have 200 against the Bears if they trade Eddie. This is – Bro, you've been sleeping on Miami since the beginning of the season. They've been doing their thing. Tua got a concussion, and that's when they lost their three games. But Miami is going to shit on us on Sunday. Here's the weather. Sunday, 62, 62. wind south, south, southwest. I don't care 10, where the wind is, bro. With a 60% chance of rain. I don't care, bro. You and gotta update and your this app. is my boy Tom Skillen from WG. Shout out to Tom bro, Skillen. That's my bro, boy. Bro, you know damn well the news lies. Um, Hell, he never bro. lies. That's the one Tom guy Skillen that I trust to... with my okay. weather. Okay, check your iPhone app. No rain. Either way. Uh, I actually do got rain, rain on here. Rain or not, boys, 50% chance rain. rain at 61. First of all, you're probably in Indiana because you live in Indiana. Boys, it's not going to matter. It's, it's not going to matter. Thank you, Jack. If it was if it was 35 or below, then right. I'd say, all right, that's if Chicago it was, weather. If it was fucking 60 snowy. degrees and rain. Come on, they're football players. They're paid to, to play this shit. That's not going to yeah. affect Miami. It might slow down their their throwing. But the fact is, they still had two receivers that were over 150 yards last week. And Tua we saw is not Trey Lance. We saw <laughs> Dallas with Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb rip our secondary. It's going to be the same old story. I hate that you're getting our listeners riled up and and fired up for a Bears Bears win. I think it's idiotic. I love you too. But make up. There is no chance this Bears team beats Miami. I, I, I don't know. You can pick my punishment next week if, if I'm wrong. I'm telling you right now, there's no chance the Bears right. win this game. I don't, think, I, don't think, I don't think I don't think weather has anything to do with it, but I I, I can see an upset. Believe it or not, no. it's just, okay, just, I, I just see it. I, I, see it. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If the Bears win, I'll take you guys out Sunday night to eat. Well, I still, I still need my my dinner from Jose anyway. So you know, regardless on, of the fact, you're, ne- you're never gonna get that. So I know, if they right? win, I'll I'm, take I'm, you guys I'm, to I'm eat. Cool. We'll go I'm, pick up Jack. I'm down for that. 
we'll go pick up Jack. Dinner's on me if the Bears pull off an upset Miami. I'm against Miami. Dinner's on both of y'all. My Eric, Eric, what's Eric? And, let's go, Eric, and, let's watch it tomorrow. Yeah, we'll split it. And, we'll split it, John. We'll and, split it. And, and we'll face our Rick the whole time. Eric, so he could be he could be there with us. <laughs> we'll, we'll eat in front of Rick. I'll, uh, Eric, so, I'll, I'll, t- I'll take you out tomorrow. Eric. Come on. There you go. Me, me and Jack will split dinner so Sunday night if the Bears pull off the upset. What am I doing? Not tomorrow's I'm, gym I'm day, that confident. Unless if you take me to like happen. Panera or something. Go Agreed. Website. Okay, we'll, we'll go to we'll have a Panera day. Once John sends me the money, we go we Gucci. Yate, if the Bears score more than more than fourteen, you're welcome at this dinner, and they win the game. Absolutely. But they need more than fourteen, and they need a win. Just don't see that happening. Agreed. Moving on, but first, I've got something for you. But first, go check out all of our podcasts at Star Six Media on Instagram, Twitch, um, YouTube, Facebook. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, all the platforms you get your media content because we're there. We're giving you soccer. We're giving you baseball. We're giving you all Chicago, all national. We're giving you it all. UFC, we got stuff in the books coming up. Uh, so definitely go check out our st- at, st- at Star 6 Media on all social media platforms. We appreciate the follow, the subscriptions, the likes. We appreciate it all. Uh, we will continue to give you more content throughout this Bears season, um, as well as as we shift over to the hardwood, the sea red section. The three and four Bulls have been mediocre, um, and that's 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 what I'll put it at at, at lightest. You know, I think I mean three and four in, in a season where they've I think they've already faced have they faced Philadelphia twice already. Uh they only no. faced them once. No, twice. They they beat twice? them once, lost once. They upset them. Well, I didn't get upset. The Bulls? Yeah. The Bulls only faced them once. And that was the same. It, it is only once. It is only once. But on. with wins versus Milwaukee, um, Toronto. Oh, no, no, that's preseason. With wins versus sorry. They <laughs> versus the Heat. Uh, the Celtics and the Pacers, that is what makes up the Bears, or the Bulls' three wins with losses going against the Philadelphia 76ers, San Antonio Spurs, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and the Washington Wizards. Um, most recently, I don't believe Zach Levine played in the latest loss to the 76ers. Uh, Bears' leading scorer in that game was... DeMar DeRozan, who had 24 points on 12 shots, one for two from the three-point line with three rebounds, four assists. Um, Second in scoring was Nikola Vucevic with 36 minutes, going eight for 14, five for seven from downtown, actually. So the big man was hitting his shots from three with 19 rebounds and three assists. So the double-double for Vucevic. And then Zach Levine did play in this game. My apologies. Going two for nine from the three-point line, eight for 19 in total for 20 points with two rebounds and three assists. Patty Williams did see his minutes increase going to 32. Um, and then Caruso getting the starting role with, I now remember, Io DeSumo not playing in this one with, I think, chest con- chest issues. So um, obviously Caruso kind of took the lead for the point guard role for this team. Uh, the bench leading score off the bench was... Javante Green with nine points with 19 minutes played. And then Kobe White also played 22 minutes off the bench, scoring seven points. 
That was the Bulls, 109 points versus Philadelphia's 114. What have you guys seen early on so far in this new Bulls campaign? Oh, man. You know what? I'll tell you what. It's not all grim, Jack. You know, yeah, they, yes, they have looked mediocre, but I, I, I would say this: the games against Miami and Philadelphia to me were encouraging because all last year we were getting blown out by these teams. We were not competitive. They would, they were manhandling us. You know, you, we weren't seeing as much defensively from this team. But this this year, you see a difference. We beat Miami first game, right? Yes, we we got murdered by the Cavaliers. But when we faced Philadelphia, that that game was competitive all the way up until the end, and we didn't have Ayudusumu who took a, who who took a leap. He's he's our our starting point guard. They didn't play, but we were but we still we were able to win that game, and that's encouraging for me because again last year we were getting we were getting whooped. It wasn't we, we had no shot against the Philadelphia 76ers. Joel Embiid was able to do whatever he wanted. But the reason why the 76ers won that game. Is because the 76ers have what we don't, which is a true superstar. Joel Embiid hit that three to put them up, and, and they never looked back since. And that was literally late in the fourth quarter. So credit to them. You know, that's what we need still. In my book, I think we still need that, that legit superstar that we can ride their back. We don't have that. Um, but I do see positive in this team. I do see positive in this team. You know, we just got to gotta continue to play. We're early in the season. Three and four is not a bad record. Obviously, we would love to be seven and zero, but we're not. And you know, NBA, anything can happen. You're gonna you're gonna lose against teams like the Spurs, and you're gonna beat teams like Miami Heat. You know, it's, it's gonna happen. So, but positives for sure. Demar Rose is still doing his thing. Zach Levine's looking good. And as soon as Ayusuma comes back, man, I I see I see nothing but good, but good stuff going going to happen. See, you may see encouraging things. I actually see it the quite opposite. I actually see it kind of negative. When you get wins like against Miami on the road, when you get wins against the Celtics, who are one of the top seeds in the East or one of the best teams in the East, you know, per paper, you you know, you you get that hope. You get that hope, and you get that like, okay, you know, these Bulls are for real, for sure. You know, they're gonna go down. They're gonna compete. They're gonna compete. They're gonna do this. But then you get you know losses by um like against Washington when you lose by two points, games that you're supposed to win. San Antonio, games that you're supposed to win. And then, and then you get then you get the blur, your doors blown out by the Cleveland Cavaliers, who we we all said, at least I did, said that this team is more improved than the Chicago Bulls. And then yes, you you do compete against the 76ers, something that we didn't do last year, that you're right about that. But at the end of the day, you still lose against the 76ers where you're still kind of behind that eight ball to try to improve from last year. Like you and it's and it's fine and dandy. You can say that, but but this is where the Bulls kind of need to take the next step. And if it's the next step of just being competitive in these games and still not getting the W, then there really is no type of improvement whatsoever. It's just kind of like that, you know, the the little small hope I guess that we all have from the Bears, from the Chicago Bulls. Like those are the type. Like you don't lose to San Antonio. Like you don't. Like you, it don't. It doesn't matter on any given court night. Blah blah blah. This you you don't. Even with without Zach Levine, you don't lose to the San Antonio Spurs. That's the last thing you do. You don't lose to the Washington Wizards. Like you, you just don't. Mm. Given that fact. 
you 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 still you compete against Boston, which is, looks great, and we dominated Boston and stuff like that. And you're off the momentum, and then you dominate the Indiana Pacers like you're supposed to. But then all of that gets washed away with the performances that you have against San Antonio and the Philadelphia 76ers. That's the thing. It's it's more worrisome than it is positive. Yes, you can say this, this, and that, but it, it's just it, like it's kind of like the same old story with the Chicago Bulls. Still can't get over the hump and trying to consistently compete with the best teams and actually finding a way to get a W. They get Brooklyn next tomorrow. It it is it, it the L. same story from 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 for Saturday night. Well, it's it's yet to be found out. I don't, about, I don't know about the L. That Brooklyn has been, have has some issues of their own, like oh, always. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, they L. they really have. I mean, you're right L. about that. But it's kind of like I'm not saying an yeah. L, but is it the same outcome? You know, like they compete with those, like they did with the 76ers, and mm-hmm. still come up short at the end. The, the Nets are two and five, bro. Bro, Brooklyn's still minus three hundred to win tomorrow. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take that bet then. I'll, I'll, I'm, okay. I'm going Bulls money line. I like to see you do it. Screenshot it. I am. I am. Put fifty on it. I bet. Say less. Send me the money. Send me the money. I got you right now. Yeah, send me. you send me the money. <laughs> okay, Eric, to your point, you can lose to the Spurs. Like Jose said, it's the NBA. Fucking the, the Mavericks just lost to Orlando Magic in overtime. It happens. It's the NBA. There's upsets every day, just like NFL. There's upsets, you know? You know, there's, there's, there's times like teams just don't show up. You just you, you don't got, got it going. Just like a pitcher don't always have his stuff going for him. It's the NBA, man. Anything can happen. These are professional teams. You can upset somebody, you know, just like they say on Sunday for football, you can win any given Sunday. You know, it happens in NBA, you know. We 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 beat the seven, we beat Boston and we lose to the Spurs. That's NBA. You know what I'm saying? It's just how it is. But I, I do agree with you a little bit. I kind of agree with everybody. Like the Bulls have shown improvement. There's some some of these games we didn't have a chance last year. But I do agree with Eric, like. We still don't have enough to get over the hump. And to me, personally, I'm happy Io stepped up, but I still don't think we have a true point guard. The Bulls, another year where we don't have another true point guard. Maybe, I mean, maybe if we had at least an all-star point guard to go with our already all-stars on this team, then okay, then we could be in dark horse in the East. But I, I mean, I had hopes of playoffs but last year. I do think this team is good enough to make the playoffs this year. But to make a run, it's still the same story for the Bulls. It's still the same thing. And then now we have Zach locked up. You know, Vooch is playing better. We still want Pat Williams to, you know, continue to get better. But it's like, to me, it's like all respect to Vooch. But with Pat's youth, he should be the starter now. But he's not because he's not good enough yet. I mean, we got uh, we got um, when Lonzo comes back, if he comes back, because I have doubt on that, me personally, and I told you guys, I told you guys he wouldn't be ready. You know, he got hurt again. Jack, this was before you joined us, but I was, you know, I, I think Lonzo's Bulls career is looking like a bust so far. That's just me. <laughs> we paid him. It's looking like a bust. But again, um, I, again, I, I, I was nowhere near an all-star. You look around all the point guards in the league. You know, again, the Bulls don't have a superstar. Yes, we the Rosen's an all-star, Mr. Fourth Quarter. Levine, you know, he's been going off when he's healthy, but now we got a we got a 
load manage his knee? Like, what the fuck is that, dude? That, that's the one thing that pisses me off so much is the moment that we give this guy the money. Now we cater to his, his two hundred mil. It's it, it just. It's just it's just so stupid. Like I know we see it. Mil. I I know we see it everywhere in the NBA with these superstar players. But you're not gonna do a guy. You're not gonna give a guy load management who barely cracks Absolutely top not. thirty. Absolutely not. I, I literally see a. I seen a t- TikTok today. RP to the goat, Kobe Bryant. But it was literally saying like, you know, you you don't take days off. You go no. hard. Practice should be harder than the games. That's literally what the TikTok was. Kobe saying practice should be harder than the games. Phil Jackson never gave them days off to rest, you know, because then you show up, and that's that goes to show, like, and it's not just the NBA. All these sports are soft now. But, you know, the Bulls especially, like, you know, we're talking about the Bulls, so it's like, here we are. Like you said, Eric, we paid this guy, and now we lo- we cater to his knee. Uh, my knee is sore. Whatever's going on, you know, you got to give him a shot. You got to ice it, give him a day off. Like, that's bullshit, bro. 200 yeah, mil, it, then, it really then, it, then, it, then it should be in your contract because the way it's looking, like, he, he's injury prone. Well, it's, as you bring up the Levine point, I think, you know, as we, we've seen in kind of one real standout performance versus Indianapolis where he scored 28 and the team was able to win by, um, you know, almost 20 points in that one, you saw the team is successful when Levine is really scoring at a high caliber. On the season, he's averaging about 22 and a half, lowest being 19 points in in the win versus the Celtics and then obviously 20 versus um, Philadelphia on Saturday night and then 23 versus Cleveland. You know, is it unreasonable to ask that you expect 25 plus a night with five plus assists and, and some rebounds? I mean, especially given the fact that we just gave them the money that we're talking about, you know, I think in reality, you know, you can expect DeRozan's going to do, what DeRozan's going to do. He's going to give you um, all he can for the the minutes he's going to play, and he's going to be as consistent as he can with the mid-range. And if he sparses it or splashes it up from three on the um, on the off occasion, it's going to happen. But this team needs Zach Levine to be the elite scorer that he showed to earn the money that he supposedly um, has been awarded. And, and I do feel for this team to be successful – um, yes, you know, the Lonzo bullshit is it is what it is at this point. I mean you, know, bullshit. you can't you just can't really expect um or rely on, on the player as unfortunate as it is. Um and and I do agree with you. You know, Io DeSumo is a sophomore in this league. He's not an all star. Could he be an all star at some point? Yeah, sure. Players develop, but um that's just not where this team is at. I think you are seeing a really inspired Nikola Vucevic, at least on the boards, as he's been rebounding his ass off, something we didn't see in the playoffs. So you do look at the positives there. Uh, but I think it all comes down to if Levine on that night is an elite scorer and if he's an elite player. Uh, and I think we've seen like above average to very decent basketball from him so far. But we need him to be the elite scorer that uh, this team paid him to be. Definitely. I mean, you need you – need- Man, look, if I see 60 games from, from Zach Levine this season, I'm going to be pissed because, like, you don't pay a guy 200 mils just to play, you know, 60 games. Like, again, you see DeMar busting his ass off every single night at his age, and he, he's still going – and yet he's still going at 100 while you're just catering to the guy because he's young and you gave him the money and blah, blah, blah. I get, it's your investment. That's 100% true, but you're right. Like, we want this guy to take the next step. And he's he doesn't have the 
the respectability, the star power to get days off. I get it. I get it. ACL injury, but this was like four or five years ago already. Down, you know, back then. This this is not recent. If it was recent, by all means, I understand that point. But now we're talking about four or five years removed from this ACL injury, and now you're getting low management. Like this, this was just a waste of money to me on Zach Levine. And it's just, it's just, it just, it just pisses me off that we're seeing this. I'm seeing this already, and, and I look at it, and it's just like from the first night, it just, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And you're right. I, I like what Deontay says right here. Where's where Zach needs to step up is when the Bulls, when teams blitz Demar to get the ball off his hands, and then fourth, Zach has to be in attack mode and make plays. And it's 100 percent true. But you're not gonna, yep. and, and you're not gonna get that if he's on load management. Mm-hmm. Like that's just. That's just the one dumbest thing I've ever witnessed in a guy who hasn't even. I think look top twenty. So so I, I look I I agree with you guys all hundred percent. Um, however, if there is something bothering him, that's something I need to take care of now, so that way he's at least available for the postseason. That's because look, beginning of the season right now, we all know is important, but it it means a lot more when you're at the end going into the postseason, at least trying to make the postseason. Again, I agree with you. I agree with everything you're saying. But the fact of the matter is that there is something wrong going on with his knee. So the best thing they can do is try to protect it as much as they can for when it really matters. It sucks. Yes, we we wish it wasn't happening, but it's happening. So let him do whatever he needs to do to take care of that knee. And hopefully hopefully it doesn't last the entire season. But if it does, as long as it's okay and 100% healthy come playoffs, that's really all that matters. But protecting it, but protecting it is not playing him one game and then not playing him in another. If he really has a knee problem, you sit him and say, "Hey, he has a knee problem. He's going to be out two, three weeks. Are we going to question it? Are we going to say, oh, we gave him this guy this two hundred two hundred million dollars to an injury prone player?' Hell yeah, one hundred percent. And you know what? You know what would help him out if that does happen by him shutting us up and playing night in and night out. Out being the top scorer for the Chicago Bulls and letting us know he deserved this money instead of I'm gonna play one game, look good this one game, but I'm gonna be out these next two games because my knee hurts. So if your knee hurts, sit down, be gone, be you know, rest for a couple weeks, get better, and then shut us up by your playing constantly game after game, back to back games, knowing that you're 100 percent and then you're being point. the best player that we're supposed to pay you for. Not like point. this. This is not the way. This, this is definitely not the way. And th- this is why I was telling you guys from the very beginning, the Chicago Bulls are going to be in basketball hell as long as Zach Levine's on the team. Well, he used to it. He's not going to be. He, I don't see any other team t- trading for that contract anytime soon. No, oh, it's. But that's that's just what the Bulls situation played them. So I mean, that's the same thing like we've talked about in the weeks past. If they mm-hmm. hadn't signed Levine, they would have been in worse. the same basketball hell, yep. if not worse. They would have been worse um, because they would have let that superstar walk, and then you get yep. the repu- reputation that you're not going to pay. These you're not going to pay that... players that are loyal to you, yep. you know, because exactly. Zach's been a part of the rebuild. Zach Zach deserved to get re-signed. It's just it worked in his favor what the market was, you know. We, and it, we, it, it it's unfortunate it. that you've got um, ownership like uh, uh, Jerry Reinsdorf because you don't you just don't know what you're going to be able to predict from. Fuck from him. He, in terms, he of, got to he got to pay Abreu. 
<laughs> I just, or let we'll them walk to the north side, baby. Hell no. Stay away from Jose Abreu as much as you can. Hell no. Keep bringing Hell him yeah. Him. I don't want him on board. You guys want to You guys want to We're not going there. We're not going there. We're not going there. We're not going there. I'm ending that talk right now. We're not talking Jose Abreu. We're not talking about Jose Abreu in a Cubs uniform. We'll talk about that when free agency opens um, on this show and three up, three down. But fuck, I'm not talking about that right now. Um, <laughs> I, I like, let's I like look, you, Jack. I like, I like let's, this one. Let's look at the uh, the upcoming schedule for this team this week. As we talked about, they are traveling to Brooklyn to face the Nets before coming home for a game versus Charlotte on Wednesday before going to Boston on Friday and then Toronto on Sunday. Um, so that's what the Bulls schedule looks for. It looks like for the next week, um, kind of uh, an interesting one. A lot of travel in the sense that you're going New York, Chicago, Boston, Toronto, but hopefully this team can prove to see um, some more early season success. I do think the last point I would make about what we've seen from a, a sluggish-ish start from this team last year, you saw them start hot, and that's kind of what propelled them to be able to withstand the injuries they were able to at the end of the year and, and kind of coast their way into the playoffs like they did um, because they had such a hard, hard, hot start and cemented themselves as, as early as they could to the top of that Eastern conference versus this year where I think you've seen, and like we've said, the, the division, the conference, it got a lot better. Um, so if the bulls are able to navigate the kind of the, the seas of, of this division, and, and win the ball games that they're able to, a.k.a. the games in Charlotte. Um, and I do believe Toronto. Uh, I do think the Celtics game is going to be a little tough, knowing the fact that the Bulls have already beaten them. Um, this one being at um, in Boston, it's going to be a tough one to win. Uh, but I do think you should beat up on, on Michael Jordan's Charlotte Hornets, hopefully, and, and add and hopefully cross the 500 mark. Otherwise, it might be, John, another team of Jerry's that just stays consistently at 500 hopefully not the case wouldn't shock me in the slightest though uh quickly let's uh what are the final final thoughts on the bears or bulls upcoming week and and what you guys expect before we move on to a little hockey talk and and four stars before we wrap this uh this week's episode up yeah the bulls have no excuse not to win and be four and all for this upcoming week and beating up on mm. bad teams right now at the moment Brooklyn is bad right now at the moment. We get the superstar depth is there. But there is as dysfunctional as they can come. Charlotte Hornets, we know where they're at with their stand. I mean, if it's true beating the Boston Celtics here in Chicago and you really want to compete, you should go to Boston and win. It's going to be a tough one. Same thing going to Toronto is going to be tough. But if the Bulls are really serious and you want me to take them serious, you go 4-0 this week. High expectations. That's real yeah. high expectations. <laughs> uh, I see. I see an L against Brooklyn. Uh, to be honest, I, I see them going two and two the next four games. Just to be completely honest with you, we beat up on the bad teams and lose against the good teams. That's how I see us. Three and one. Three and one, plain and simple. We go three and one. If we're gonna lose, I think some, I think Boston gets to lick back, but uh, we we beat every other team. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Well, we'll have to see. It should be another exciting week on the hardwood for this Bulls team. Hopefully they're able to get Io DeSumo back in this lineup, a little bit more consistency from Zach Levine, and obviously DeMar showing out like he does. Deontay, quickly on the last question, who could the Bulls possibly bring in to help out? DeMar probably going to L.A. next year. Vooch will resign, but what else is out there? 
interesting enough, do you think Vooch will resign? Um, you know, I think the fact is they were looking to move his contract coming into this season. So I, mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. And, and yes, Tamar's from LA. He has said he'd love to play in his hometown. I don't know if that will happen necessarily. If the yeah. school's team is able to advance a, another round further in this playoff, hopefully he will stay in Chicago and he's showing mm-hmm. that age is just a number and he's just able to continue it on as, as he gets a little bit older. Um, in terms of bringing someone in to help this Bulls team out, I don't know. I think you're still relying on on the hopeful development of Patty Williams, yep. the hopeful development of Io, that ain't gonna um, and mm. the hopeful return of, of Lonzo at some point. So I, I, I do think it is a little too early to necessarily look in, and see from the outside picture of what we could bring in to help this team immediately. Um, hopefully as we get a little bit closer to the 10-game mark and, and a little bit closer towards the first month of the season, then maybe – we can start evaluating and thinking about what, what could potentially be a, a fit for this team to, to look to add in the trade market. But John boys, no, I definitely, basketball. Um, no, it's a real quick answer. Deontay, I definitely agree with you, Jack. I think DeMar stays. I mean, he's kind of like, I think he's upped his, uh, his stock being with the bulls. So why not, why not stay here, man? I mean, the, the Lakers ain't looking much better. I don't think he really fit with the Clippers to be to be real. Uh, I personally wouldn't want to re-sign Vooch. You know, he's getting up there in age. We uh, this is a little more me being hopeful, riding on on Pat Williams, do, doing better. Um, <laughs> what'd you say, Eric? Go ahead, go ahead. That, that, that's right, my, that's my yeah, What'd you say about Pat Williams? I'm like me too. Yeah, me too. Exactly. But yeah, I, I don't see. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to re-sign. Keep Demar, let Vooch go. That's how I feel. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I think that's a fair point. And, and to quickly answer your next question, Deontay, um, no, I don't think they're in the realm of Boston, Milwaukee, maybe Boston. Nope. That might be the closest case, but definitely Jose, not Milwaukee. Jose's a Bucks fan. What do you think, Jose? Wait, what? Wait, I'm a Bulls fan, but I, I love Bucks fan. No, no, I love no, Giannis. No, no, they, they, Giannis they, they, they like, they, they're just saying my fan and for Giannis, they, you know, they like to over exaggerate a little bit, but Giannis, Put it this he way. can't wait, say wait, his wait. name right. He can't be a fan if he can't say his name right. I say wait, it the way the I Bulls, want to say. How about that? When the Bulls face the Bucks in the playoffs, he's riding Bucks. <laughs> no, I'm with the Bulls all the way. Let's let's be honest. Go let's ahead. Be answer Deontay's questions. Go ahead, Giannis fanboy. Answer Deontay's question. No, they're not. It's not going to put them in the realm of anything. Milwaukee's Milwaukee, and Boston is Boston. The Bulls need a significant superstar to even consider. Win in the East or the West, so and, and we we don't have that. And I, I don't see that anytime soon, to be honest with you. Guys. Nope. <laughs> I agree right. with you. I agree with you. That wraps up the C Reg segment for this week's episode. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, follow us all at the Star Six Media page on Instagram, Facebook, um, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, <clears throat> all the social media platforms. We're on there. Um, and definitely go follow the boys' podcast, JCA, um, EFP, EAFP, EAFP, Sports Trip, JCA, obviously Big League Chicago, three up, three down. Um, and as we continue on with this episode, let's move in and on to the ice with Blackhawks talk, four, three, and two on the year. But quickly, with his costume on, let's bring in our boy. He's here, Rick from work. How we doing, Rick? What's up, boys? What's up, my boy? 
Hell yeah. Uh, what 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 are we on right now? I'm only here for hey, a couple minutes. First of all, I'm gonna let you slide on all your crimes tonight. All right, <laughs> but I'm on I'm on that ass tomorrow. tomorrow what are you talking vengeance. about? You get vengeance tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, I got my eye tape shut since I got belt palsy. It'd be like that, bro. I know the struggle. That's why yeah. we wear a mask. Uh, you made it in time. We're, we're we're talking ice. We're talking hockey. We're, you know, I see the banner right behind you. How you feeling about uh the other side? <laughs> how you feeling? How you feeling about the Blackhawks, man? Dude, I'm honestly like very surprised, and uh, this is like the positivity in me. I'm very surprised about the Hawks. They have put up some good fight in these games. Hell yeah. Jack, Jack's looking at me like, who is this fucking weirdo? I don't know who this Rick is. Um, but yeah, man, I'm liking the uh, I'm liking the all the fight from the Hawks. They lost the they lost a crazy one the other day against Buffalo. Mm. I think they scored like three unanswered to go yep. uh, or an OT or something like that. So that yep. sucked. But yeah, they gave up the lead yeah. in the third. They were up hey, three, man, three one. Hey man, they're uh they're doing uh they're doing good things right now though. I'm telling you, Jack, they're gonna surprise us. They're looking good. They are they are surprising us. And and Rick, you actually are right. This team is uh um something you're actually seeing under the new regime of, of Luke Richardson is that this team is playing for three periods and they're playing yes. with heart yep. and they're playing in all these games. Yep. Uh win or loss, unfortunately. Uh in the week recap, uh, the the fortunate part of it, they did beat a very talented Florida Tam- uh, Panthers team. Four to two on home ice on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, before Edmonton and the best player in the world and Connor McDavid would show out and show up at the United Center scoring a hat trick versus the Hawks in a <laughs> high scoring six five affair. Hawks unfortunately gave up another three goals in the third period to drop that one to Edmonton. Um, like I said, Connor McDavid, I mean, four points, three goals, one assist. The dude Jesus. showed why he was best player um, in the world. The best player in the world. Exactly. And then uh, as, as they went to Patrick Kane's hometown, Buffalo, a team that's actually been rebuilding throughout the few years, a team I'm actually a little bit higher on in terms of what you've seen from them in the years past. Uh, they were resilient in their effort at home coming back. And like you mentioned, scoring three unanswered in that third period um, before taking that one in overtime by a score of four to three. And then unfortunately in the return of Marc-Andre Fleury to the United Center, Minnesota Wild were able to outduel the Blackhawks on home ice Sunday night, four to three in shootout. Um, Andres Anthonisiu did put up a potential goal of the year candidate, was something we might have posted on the social medias. Definitely that something was awesome. checked out. Mm-hmm. It was a nasty oh, yeah. move. Just was nasty. able to walk the defenseman, walk the goalie, put it up in top cheese, and and was able to <laughs> to score one for the Hawks. It was a pretty one. Um, but no, Rick, you are you're spot on. This team's playing; they're they're fighting for every every win and every goal scored. And uh, we're seeing yeah. a little bit more of a, a resurgence here from Johnny Taze as he's been able to to light the lamp several times. Um, Kane is starting to score a little bit more, and and you're seeing the new additions of Max Domi, Andesu, and Co. Kind of adding production for this team that you saw walk outside the door with the trade of Alex Debrinkit, but positive things on uh on the Blackhawks side from what we were relatively thinking we'd we'd be seeing so you're right it it has been more positive I can't rip them a new asshole this week uh, but it doesn't mean I won't next week so you know what I don't think you are going to next week man (laughs) they're hot man they're hot Rick I'm sorry dude no 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 you're good you mentioned Domi, man. I liked him when he when he what did he score that overtime goal to win the game or or he scored the game winner um 
uh, Athaniasu or whatever, or, uh, a, a tiny asshole or whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, um, yes. That guy, that guy, that guy's really exciting as well. And I mean, look, I mean, look at that. You got the Bears with Mooney having a, a a highlight reel catch, and you got the Hawks with a highlight reel goal. Like it, you know, things are looking up in Chicago right now, man. So I'm really like okay, the okay, Hawks hey, 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 hey. on the ice, we looking good, all right? On the ice, not nah, don't don't. What, what, what? looking good? Uh, the Bears, the, the, the not even the Bulls, all right? The Hawks are probably like the most exciting Chicago team right now. It's you know? so weird to say, huh? It is. What I like to see, what I like to see is that they're playing hard for their coach. You know what I mean? Absolutely, First year, yeah. that's Absolutely. what you want to see is that they're playing hard for the coach. That means he's making an impact bright and early in this in their young careers. Mm-hmm. My 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 question is, what do you like? Obviously, you still have to trade Taves and Kane. No, you know what I mean? But no, how does that I change this dynamic going forward? Because let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yes, this is great, but trading those two are it's only gonna be better for you in the future. You're gonna you're gonna get draft picks back, no capital, whatever it is, you're gonna get back from them. And let's be honest, you know what I mean? Like it's time for these guys to go, as much as mm-hmm. I hate to say it. That's so, cap. That's cap. You don't trade you know, John, 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 John. It, I, I, I've true. loved your opinion most of this episode. I've I've been, I've had your back. For a lot of it, but you're fucking wrong on this one. Don't make me cry, Jack. No, it's I'm a guy that's going to make you face the realistic uh, opinion of it. It, The fact is, they're both on expiring deals. Um, They're in their 16th years of playing in this league. They still let them retire with us, man. Let them ride it out with us. I agree with you, but as we all agreed on earlier, sports is a business, and it's a what have you done for me now market. Yep. And unfortunately, they need the the draft capital and the prospects okay, so, to rebuild so this you, franchise. So you're saying you think both Taves and Kane can be missing pieces for other teams to win a championship? I think so. At, Taves, at this at this Taves stage in the career, less so that Taves less so Kane absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Okay, I'll let them go if they come back and retire with him. How about that? <laughs> oh, I I think if you want to look at a future that uh, yes, he's been more outspoken than Kane has about leaving the city. Um, but I think it'd be, I think teams are going to be less interested in Taze automatically. Cause, um, cause of his age. <laughs> well, just the mileage on these guys. I mean, these yeah. guys yeah. are oh, from the, yeah. the, the years, 2010 to 20, 2017. In reality, they played the most hockey out of anyone in this league. They were playing, yep. you know, the full 16 uh, wins that it took to win the Stanley cup. And, uh, and, and in a sport where the playoffs are a real thing and actually legit and actually yep. meaningful. And, competitive where you have to win four series best of seven it mm-hmm. is the hardest trophy to win in sports fuck you eric that's um, right that's right jack so that's, that's right I, it's Absolutely. the reality of it so it, they played a lot of hockey love you as well eric so i don't mean to <laughs> no no but, no this uh, talk just for preseason sports guys jesus christ <laughs> jeez man this is the longest i ever heard about sure sports how to make sure you're still awake all right, no, all right. I took him off. I mean, you cannot disrespect hockey like that. You can't, bro. Listen, listen. listen Jesus, preseason Eric, talk. Oh my Jesus. Eric oh my makes Lord. all these jokes. Eric makes all these jokes, but the Hawks have been the true dynasty in your lifetime. He's right about that. That's true. Eh, yeah. I'm a bandwagoner at heart. I mean, I guess sure. I mean, I just been what... to the parades just to be for there, just for shits and giggles. But like to actually like count them as my dynasty, I, I, I okay. It, 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 it's 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 a tougher uh you know what eric eric 
I love I'm soccer. that guy. I don't care. You're, I, you're I'll that do guy. it. I'm a bandwagoner at heart. <laughs> I support the Chicago Sky. I won't go to the game. Oh, the Blackhawks, I'll go to the parade, uh, and then I'll just wait for them until the regular season bro. starts when they win the uh, the Stanley Cup. Bro, Hawks games <laughs> are fun. Hawks games are amazing. I mean, I still haven't been. I mean, I I, I need to go bro, to a game. With your and attitude, that, you're and not then get I complete. Then I complete all the Chicago sports team uh, outside of the sky. Now I guess the sky is at it. But I, I complete every sports team in Chicago that I've been to bro. every game. Bro, have Real, you ever uh, been to a Wolves game? A Wolves games are fun too. Wolves games, three dollars like that's Wednesday too, that's night. Too much of a trip. I'm not the defending champion. Wolves go games, okay? I'm definitely not going to go all the way to Rosemont just to watch. Look, hold on, defending champion Wolves. Okay, Chicago Dogs are good too. Put respect on their name, real quick, boys. Let's put some respect on their name, real. Real quick, boys. I'm gonna say I just got to get out of here. I'm gonna go record only football here in a bit. Um, but right. I just want to say, Ryan Poles, I love you. You got rid of Roquan, Eric. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, <laughs> but brother, he, got, he did it. He did what he needed to do. He ripped off the bandaid, and that's all I'll say about that. See, that you your boys. four star. That your four star of the week. That's one. That's yep. That's one of the stars of the week right there. Uh, Ryan Poles ripping the bandaid, getting rid of. Uh, uh, a very good defensive player, but it in the future, it's going to get us more picks, more money, a better team, a championship team, hopefully in the future. And he did what, what is needed to do. He doesn't give a fuck. And I love it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect way to segue us into four stars of the week. Rick, we appreciate you joining us in. We'll talk later this week. Love you. And hope all is well. All is well. See you boys. See you, man. All right, Rick. Right As on. he did so perfectly for us. He segued <laughs> us into our final segment of tonight's episode, Four Stars of the Week. The boys will go around, pick their their pick of the week. That could be an athlete. That could be a fan base. That could be a figure. Um, hmm. Just kind of something comical as well, if you want, in the, <laughs> the realm of Chicago sports. So Rick kind of led us off with uh, with the fact that he loved Ryan Poles' moves this year. Um, who wants to take it away with Four Stars of the Week Fuck it, I'll go. Shit. <laughs> um, you know what? This is a bit of fan service. I already know my guys from JC are gonna disagree. But can we give four stars to Jerry Weinsdorf for interviewing Ozzy Gian? Oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, this man the, my four star <laughs> fields. <laughs> Um, for this week, I think he's been the you know, it's probably pro, pro, the easiest one I think out of all of us this whole entire week. Uh, just that's why it's the easy one. Of the week. A bitch. It just it, it, it really is. Um, uh, he's been performing well, consecutive, consecutive games of, of playing good football, um, uh, being the quarterback, this is the best career start so far this past week. Uh, Hopefully, he keeps it consistent. That uh, Justin Fields for me. We all could have picked Fields, that was easy, bro. Layup. Literally. Think outside the box. You could have done it, but you wanted to go outside of the no, box, and that yeah. was just because everybody's just, thinking that was, Justin that was just a Come waste, on, man. Why? I, I like I like the uniqueness, John. I like the uniqueness, but I don't want to ruin the fact that we had a great thing in 05 with Ozzy. His first his first round oh, as the White or first campaign as the White Sox manager was great. We saw how when you brought in a guy who's already done it once, and yes, obviously Ozzy is not 80 years old. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to ruin the the legend that is Ozzy Gian and that white. Right, Sox but uniform. but until but even if we don't hire John. him, we're gonna, Eric. Shut the fuck up. Until we don't hire him, <laughs> there's going to be bring Ozzy, especially when he's 
has a contract with Comcast Sportsnet to rip the Sox a new one every single postgame series. You just you got to you got to bite the bullet and just let this man come back already. Let him shoot himself in the foot. Let him fuck up his own job at this point. What do what do we got to lose? It's Get- a it's a uh, it's a it's a uh, Tony Larusa two point oh younger no, version. No, no, that, that's bring wrong. Back that's Ozzie wrong. Right, I don't bro. think I don't think it's That's quite wrong. that 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 stint, no. but I just it's the easy hire. It's really I, the easy hire for this team, I think. Ozzie I want to go the box. Okay. I'm trying to tell you, it's not worth you, it. Okay, you you know you know who would be worth it? Joe Madden. No, all right, we're, we're moving on. I love the pick this week. It was unique, John. I love it, Jose. What do you got for four stars of the week? It has to be Luke Richardson. Um, the fact that the Blackhawks have been playing, you know, relatively well. You know, better for him. I mean, it's just, it's just overall, it's a good look for him. That means the message he's sending in that locker room is working. It, it, it's, it's um, translating to every single one of those players, a young players at that. You know, for them to be competitive in each and every game, that's all we need to see, and just continue it. Just continue going forward. We don't we, there's no just, just like the Bears now. There's no expectations. Just go out there and progress every single night you play, and that's all I want to see from this team. That's all you can do when when, they, when your team is rebuilding. That means the coach. We, I mean, for at least for now, we have the right guy in place. So my my star goes to him. I like the pick. I like the pick. Uh, to finish her off, yeah. I'm gonna pick my tiny or whatever Rick called him, tiny asshole or whatever it was, Andreas Antonisiu, <laughs> uh, for his highlight. Like I said, potential goal of the year. We'll put that highlight out on the social media so you can check out that highlight. It was, it was a hell of a move and it was yeah. a hell of a finish um, on the campaign so far. He has five points, three goals, two assists, but he has been a key addition to this team as he was signed on a one-year deal um, coming over as um, a free agent acquisition. So Andreas Anthonisiu, a.k.a. Tarek, my tiny asshole, or whatever the fuck my he called him, <laughs> uh, exactly what he said. Is, is my final pick for four stars of the week. John, the legs. we will have this managerial conversation here soon after this World <laughs> Series. You'll have to join us on 3 Up, 3 Down when we talk Absolutely. all managerial hirings and firings. Um, but for right now, emotionally and uh, physically, I just can't deal with, with talking about that managerial hire. And I cannot talk ever in a positive light about that fucker, Jerry Reinsdorf. So I'm still thinking that's crazy, but it is a unique pick. It's different. That's what we like. Uh, boys, Jose, Eric, John, I appreciate you guys joining us for another episode of Big League Chicago. Go check out all the podcasts at Star Six Media on all the social media platforms JCA Sports, Sports Trips, EF, EFE, EAFP, EAFP, My Tiny Asshole um, Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, three up, three down, and of course, Big League Chicago. And if anything I miss, uh, go check out all the socials. Follow the boys on their um, on their Instagrams. They are very um, active on all on social medias. Interact with them on Twitter for some controversial takes. If you want to get John fired up, I have a good feeling it doesn't take much uh, to go interact <laughs> with John on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and then uh, Eric should be another exciting week as we inch a little closer to this World Cup. Definitely. And then Jose, a very exciting week of action-packed um, fighting. So uh, I'm excited to see what you've got for yeah. sports, sports trip this week. But, yeah, appreciate you guys all listening. Appreciate you guys sticking with us for the whole hour and 45. We'll talk soon. Uh, but this has been another episode of Big League Chicago. Peace. Peace out.
to the halftime show I love to leave a nigga flatline Yeah, I know Niggas quick to lose school And frown down on something new that they ain't used to Damn, Damn all these little screw niggas, they lame Fuck with them, I can't Basic mounted and strange Vision faded and plainer Ex nigga, one really with it Was on some bitch shit Wasn't a fan of your figure And I only like the skinny women Shit, I like my women plus size No lie, that why stress marks on your butt thighs That's fine by me She cooks whenever I slide Pasta burger, french fry Sometimes I don't even eat She fuck with my verses my fluffy, she swear she let me eye Kiss on her tummy, my tummy XL and fit her perfect Won't catch me lurking at all My Richard once has been saw Since her proud and so tall Those tweaks a round of applause Over and over and over again Told my homie and my parents We were only just friends At first, I couldn't let my secret out then It's getting deeper now But I don't care what others think about me Can't out of depression Have to pick up the penny Get skinny nigga Thick wallet chubby chasing them Benjamins now Tribe got all day to change the name so we winning again. Sound possible. Hey, welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Like, nigga, who's you? Welcome to the halftime show. I love to leave a nigga flatline. Yeah, I know. Niggas quick to lose cool and frown down on something new that they ain't used to. Them all these little screw niggas that.